The best things in life are free. Self-work is required to give yourself to someone. That's how marriage happens. Two people bringing their best and worst qualities to the table and mixing it all up to make one big healthy unit. There will be ups and downs, teachable moments and blessings that come from it. But the most important thing to remember is you're in it for eternity and hard work is necessary for longevity. My name is Brittany. My name is Wallace. And And this this is is the the Proud Mary Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is the Proud Mary Podcast. This will be our first episode. Number one. Number one. My name is Brittany. And again, I'm Wallace. We've gone through this little situation before. What's up, y'all? Yeah, well, I like to repeat myself, unfortunately. (laughs) Yep, so it's our first episode, and we're excited, uh, nervous, uh, interested in the future of it, and... Yeah, just trying to see where it goes, you know? Where this rabbit hole takes us down, if you get my drift. Definitely. I would like to change some lives, maybe uh, connect with people, see, uh, you know, people's stories and maybe they can relate to ours. Yeah, I'm trying to see some growth mentally, spiritually, physically. I mean, I don't know how much growth I can get physically on a podcast, but you you get my drift, though. Like, (laughs) just all around growth. You know what I mean? I'm trying to grow myself and say pause before I say this and help other people grow as well. (laughs) But... Yeah, we in there. Yes, definitely. And I feel like we don't have, I, well, at least for me, I, growing up, I never really heard um, or saw a lot of healthy couples. Actually, I've barely seen married couples except for like my grandparents. And, you know, I never really saw examples of that. So as I got older, the fact that I got married and I, and I you know what I mean, we've gone through things and continue to make our relationship solid, it's nice to know that I actually have a a healthy, solid relationship. Not that it's perfect, because it's not. And I feel like a lot of times people uh, want examples of it, and they also want to people that they can, you know, learn from. So I feel like it was important to do a podcast. Why not? Why not share our tools and happiness with other people? Yeah. I mean, every now and then I get folks out there trying to pick my brain. I mean, I ain't nobody super celebrity or nothing like that. <laughs> but, like, I get, like, these single ladies who be like, how come dudes don't be done with it blip-de-boo? And I just be like, man, I don't, I don't even know. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. But, yeah, like, that's what this is going to be all about, helping get some of those, you know, questions out for some of those that are listening. I want to know. Yeah. You know, four years married, mm-hmm. eight years together. Yep. So it's been quite a journey, you know. Ups, downs, slips, falls, and all. Mm-hmm. We've been through some stuff. Um, you know, marriage is hard work. It's just putting in the, the time and energy. Honestly, marriage is a full-time job. Definitely. It is. And you can't just not work on it. You can't just not feel like it even when you don't feel like it. Because it's important, and the only way you guys are going to be on the same page is if you push through the hard things. You know what I mean? The hard things are the ones, that, the things that are going to make your relationship stronger. Um, the easy things, it's probably superficial if it's always easy. It's probably not real. 
to be honest with you. It's, it feels real, but it's not real. It's not, um, um, I don't know, genuine. So if you can get through the tough things, the, the really, really tough things, if you can see your spouse at their best and their worst and still love them the same, if not more, and want to work on it, you know, then that's the one, if you could do that. Yeah, straight up. Like this, throughout this relationship, yeah, I've been the poster child for tough times. I've lost so many family members. I mean, like, immediate family members. So it's never easy to lose anybody close to you. But then to top that off, it's not an easy task to be around someone that has lost people that has been so close. Yeah. And, you know, and dealing with loss yourself because – you're acclimated in the family already at this point. So, yeah, it's 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 definitely a roller coaster. That's what I told him when I first met her. Like, you know, you want to be with me, it's life is going to be a roller coaster. It's going to be ups, downs, loops, and twists. But I promise you, it's going to be a beautiful ride. Yeah. Uh, thank you for acknowledging that, too. Um, because it's, it wasn't easy for me. It isn't easy for me, I should say. But um, I love him so much and I love the family so much that they're my family. So, you know, when they hurt, I hurt. But obviously they hurt more because or I should say stronger because they grew up with he grew up with his family, you know. So all I could do is be here and I, I feel the pain, but I can't feel his pain. So the only thing I can do is just be there. You know, sometimes just being in silence is the best thing. You don't even got to speak, say nothing, just be there. So, yeah, we've definitely been through that. And, you know, even with just our relationship alone, our relationship has been tested because of each other, because we both, how I look at it is you come, we both came from our, we were both individuals. He was his own person. I was my own person. He had his own set of rules, his own set of things going on. I had my own set of rules, my own set of things going on. We brought our, our, our individualities together and then we tried to make it work. So the problem is a lot of times, you know, when people get together, they still want to be that individual person. It doesn't work like that. You got to like, like, it's like a push and pull the whole time to try to come to an agreement on something. Because while he might say be good at saving money when he was single, I might have been terrible at saving money when I was single. I might have been one to want to spend money on everything. And then we come together and it's like, but I want to buy this. And he's like, but I want to say this. And then it's like a push and pull, push and pull. So both of y'all say, okay, how about this? We can split it up each week. I'll save this. And then you can take this money and do what you want with it. Compromise. So pretty much the whole relationship, that's what it is with everything. So. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Why, thank you. Indeed. Like, I don't know. I remember when I first met you, though. Remember that dang thing like it was yesterday. I already know. The way she moved reminded me of a brown <laughs> stallion house with skates on. So now that's a little bit outcast. Let me stop. But I mean, uh, Willie Case, this was she's a decade ago at this point. About 10 years, yeah. Yeah, solid decade, mm -hmm. and she was like the main waitress at that point when I used to go up there. I mean, tan pants, royal blue shirt. Always says this. That's all I remember. Like, even before I had a conversation with her, like, tan pants. I mean, the thing was sitting just like a smooth Coke bottle, you know? <laughs> Something that you want to keep staring at. Not like with like no creep or nothing, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> and anyway, like I was in a whole relationship situation at that time, and 
You know, I'm a respectful dude. I wasn't going to mess around on my current situation. But anyway, fast forward, that situation was gone. And I remember just being outside the table one night, and she was actually talking to my brother. Not like that, but they were just having a conversation as friends. And all I said was horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she thought that was the most amazing word. How <laughs> it's I the way emphasized, he said it. Yes, how I emphasized <laughs> using the word horrible. Like it just changed her whole <laughs> mind state. And from that day forward, yeah, we've been clicked tight. Yeah, she was team Wallace. Yes, definitely. That, yeah, that's true. I don't know what it was about that. I just, your energy and everything. And then it's like you said it, and you said it so chill. It was just like, that is pretty cool. Like, I love that word. Like, like I've never heard it before. And one of our good friends always makes a joke out of that. Like, you act like he, <laughs> that was, he made a, he invented that word. Like, he would be make the joke out of it. But it wasn't even about the word. It was when he, he said it, his swag and everything. He's always been a calm, cool, chill guy, but good with his words. He's like the silent killer. I like, I, actually, that's, I just came up with that word, but that's actually describes you. Like, he's a silent killer. He will sit in the background, and if you don't, if you don't, you know, if you don't say much, you might not pay attention, but if he say something, or if he comes out, or even sometimes just sitting there, it's like, oh, shit, you was there the whole time? Okay. Yeah, he was that for me. Yeah, I just like to show, I mean, I don't like to make too much noise. You know, she always says I'm like an extrovert. I feel like I'm like an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. I don't know. One of those. You're introverted, extroverted. Because you, you could be alone, but um, when it comes to your friends, like, depending on the settings, man, you are extroverted to the max. Like, it's like, it's, <laughs> I hit two different toes. It's like, the very, very party type, fun, let's have fun, hang out with everybody in a mama type. Or it could be like, let's just sit on the couch, watch movies. I'm going to play my video games. You know what I mean? Just chill, relax. Man, got to keep them thumbs strong. Right. So <laughs> it's all about staying in that house sometimes. But, yeah, I mean, COVID don't help. So thumbs definitely hitchhiking game on 1,000 right now. Yeah. But then after um, the table, after I saw you at the table, then what? Oh, after you saw me at the table, it was just like, I don't know, like the movie Brown Sugar or something. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? The conversation just kept flowing, and it just progressed from that night just talking to coming up there every time I see you. We every just Sunday. Have a long conversation. To, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Then it would progress to when football season came around. And every Sunday, even while you were working, we would take touchdown shots for yeah. the Washington football team. Don't tell nobody. I wasn't supposed to be doing that. But, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the past is the past. Yeah, I'm just point. joking. It was a joke. And, I mean, but, yeah. anybody hating on the Washington football team, it is what it is. Keep your thoughts on your team to yourself. Okay. This ain't about that right now. Anyways, back to the story. So we take these touchdown shots or whatever, and Sunday after Sunday, and this was Every like Sunday. 2012 Mind season, you, I believe. We were just friends. No, that was the 2011 season, and yeah. So he was just friends at that time. Platonic, completely like. Completely. I didn't platonic. even see a future in in that way at that time. And I mean, I was your boy. Yeah. Was on. Yeah, he was living his life. It was also cool too to have a male friend for once, not show signs of um um a motive. I should say, it was very refreshing that he was just so respectful and chill that I felt comfortable being like a real close friend to him. And, and I, I think from jump, I was vulnerable. 
like from even as friends, I was vulnerable with you. Just not maybe we didn't talk about it a lot, but I was emotional. Like you could see, you could tell, like just by being around, I was comfortable. You know, um, it would be times when we would uh, take we took a trip to Ocean City one time, randomly. We all my coworkers that were the case was like, yeah, we're gonna all go to Ocean City, and, and including you and. I remember it got close to the time. I'm like, you gotta, you still going? No, I can't go. You still going? No, I can't go. Everybody just started canceling out. I said, Tone, you, or Wallace, his name is Wallace, but we call him Tone for short. So if you hear Tone, then that's him. Um, but yeah, I was like, Tone, you gonna go? He was like, yeah. I said, all right, I'm gonna be at your, your house at 8 a.m., pick you up, and we're gonna roll. I was there at 8 a.m. the next day, knocked on his, his window. He came out, because he probably was asleep, I think, and he probably didn't hit the door. He came out, and we rolled out to Ocean City, had a great time, and everything, just by ourselves. We got really drunk at the karaoke bar. It was just a lot of fun. Like, just things you, I, we used to do a lot of cool things together, just being friends, and it was just, it was just nice. Like, one more point I want to make. Um, there are signs in the signs that a person will be a good person or a good spouse. The fact that I had a car and at the time he didn't, and he never not once asked to use my car, that mean meant so much to me. And it wasn't the fact that oh I don't mind him using it. It's the fact that okay you see I have a car I have transportation. Dudes will take advantage of everything, and the fact that he didn't take advantage of that that meant a lot. Yeah, I mean, especially at that time for me, I was, I don't know, you're stereotypical dude, but a lot of females will look at and be like, oh, nah, he ain't got this, he ain't got that, he's not living how he's supposed to. And at that time, like, it was a really tough time for me. I literally just lost my job. You know what I mean? I, relationship. Yeah, lost the job, lost the relationship. You know what I mean? Everything around me was just in crumbles and shambles at this yeah. point. I mean, she came around and she really thoroughly enjoyed spending time with me. You know, like I said, even still at that time, it was still super platonic, too. So yeah. not to say sit back and judge everybody. I mean, of course, we're all humans. We all say that we don't. But somewhere in the back of your mind, yeah. everybody's judging somebody. But at the same time, take that extra step, take that extra second just to look at that person that's right in front of you. Why are you looking at the foot of stars? You might have a star right in front of you, never know it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, at that time, I was completely unemployed, all non void. Yeah. And she helped me. I didn't care about that. I mean, she still hung around me, helped me to build myself up. Mm -hmm. And to the person I am today, I mean, I'm not going to say 100% is all her. Of course, I put some effort in that situation, too. But, um, yeah, nowadays, I'm a... Xfinity technician, I make pretty decent money. Not saying I'm out here balling, throwing dollars at Magic City or nothing like that, but hey, I'm I'm just saying though, I'm I'm doing all right. Like, yeah, I'm a little fresh out here, a little sweat, but it takes a team. Yeah, it really does. It takes love and um, patience too. Patience for sure. Uh, you know, while that's the materialistic things, meaning jobs and stuff like that, was not like a deal breaker as far as me be, wanting to be around him and be his friend. That was important to me as far as being in a relationship. And it wasn't because I didn't think that he could. I didn't think I, it wasn't because I felt like I was obligated to take care of him or he wasn't going to be able to take care of me. It was the fact that it's just um, I don't know. I felt like that just shows signs of 
I will work at McDonald's if I have to, to make money to provide for myself. Like it was not even just about me. It was about him wanting, seeing how much he cared about himself and his life. And I felt, and it was so funny because I remember it was October, October uh, 9th. And I told him, I said, as soon as you get a job, then we can make it official. That day was October 9th. He got hired at Willie K's. <laughs> what a coincidence. And we made it official. And it was just so funny. I was like, yes, that's all I wanted. It wasn't personal. It was just the expectations I have. And to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, it's okay to have expectations and it's okay to have boundaries. You should, you know, certain things you just shouldn't let go to the wayside. If they mean something to you, then you should go after those things. You shouldn't allow, you shouldn't just like be like, well, I guess it's something that I want, but I could tolerate it. No, because you don't want to keep letting yourself down and you don't want to get in a situation that you're going to regret. So keep your standards and expectations the way they are. I'm not saying make them extremely high and impossible to reach or extremely low. But like for me, if if the job having a job was important to me, why would I settle for someone who don't have a job? Because say if I would have been like, OK, well, I'm going to be with him even though he don't have a job and he never got a job. Then what? What does that tell me? You know, so keep your expectations. It's okay. If the person loves you and respects you and knows that you're coming from a good place, that's all that matters. So I hope that, you know, helps somebody. Indeed. I mean, it's crazy though. Like if I never did get a job, then I'd have just been like chilling. Like, yeah, chill, you would have been chilling. good until everybody got older <laughs> and had families and, and good careers. You would have still been at 166. Like, well, I'm just going to drink another beer. I, mean, I, don't, I don't sound like that, but <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying though, like you go, you you stuck beside me, so you're gonna be right there nah, talking about nah. some. Like I said, it was Why one of you my. All the beer? That's one of my dear workers, so that that wouldn't happen, okay? Hey, yo, <laughs> okay. Happen. okay. But you're not that type of person, you know. I think for a long time I made bad decisions, especially when it came to relationships and stuff like that. And I really think that um, that tone came in my life for a reason. God sent him because I was before, like right before I met Tom. I was just tired, tired of letting myself down and getting in douchebag relationships. And some relationships weren't douchebaggish, but they were just not, it was just not meant to be. And um, I was just tired. I got to a point where I was just like over it and wouldn't find myself. I was close to shutting down on everybody and everything as far as like not allowing people to come in. And I'm so glad that you came in before my walls got put up. If it wasn't for Tony. So, yeah, I appreciate you for that. But, yeah, we, um, after that, we just, we lived together. That's a whole other situation we'll say for another podcast. I moved in with him because I had something going on at home. And then we just kind of, like, moved in prematurely. It's weird that everything happened so fast, but I feel like it was still slow. I don't know. Does that make sense? I guess it makes sense to you. If it makes sense to you, that's all that matters. I mean, it's pretty fast. It was fast, but I feel like because we had a solid friendship, I feel like before we got together, we seen the best and the worst of each other. I was, I was, I met him when he, well, we started hanging out, I should say, when he had nothing. I mean, if that ain't low, I don't know what is. I had a pot to, to piss in, yeah, yeah but okay, you had a roof over your head, but you did have roommates that would hold, held you down. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So you know. It's family. It, yeah, definitely. And and I don't know. I just feel like our solid friendship made our relationship what it is today. Like, we're friends first. Let me make that clear. And maybe that'll help somebody else. We're best friends. Like, I have a couple of really best, like, close friends and best friends. 
But this is my my best friend. This is my ride or die. This is the person that 100%, 120% I know got my back. Bonnie and Clyde. 100%. So um, let's see. Right, we only got about 20 minutes left. So let me, uh, 10 minutes left. So let me go ahead and go to the next question or topic. Um, what do you do for a living? I am a pet stylist. So I groom dogs. And it's fun. I enjoy it. I really do. Like I didn't realize I stumbled across that um that profession. So I don't know. I was looking for a second job when I first moved in with him because the job that I had, Willie K's, it was okay, but it's a serving job. So you your tips way, you know, sometimes you get good tips, sometimes you get bad tips. And I had a car note and all this stuff like that and, and I don't know, I wasn't making no money. So I was looking for a second job, and then I was like, oh, bathe and dogs. That seems cool. Let me apply. At that time, he had bought me a cat for Christmas, and I took my cat to the vet. And I applied, for, well, prior to that, I applied for PetSmart because of the bathing uh, uh, job. And I was like, I could, bathing dogs would be cool. So we took the cat to the vet. Then that, like the, that night or two nights later, PetSmart calls me because the vet was in the PetSmart. And I'm wondering, and I wasn't going to answer it, but because I remember taking her to the vet, I didn't know if it was a, a, a like something going on with her. So I answered it. And lo and behold, it was my manager asking me to come in for interview. And I, and when I uh, got hired and I started working there, I realized there was a lot more to it. And I remember one of my coworkers, you know, showing me their paycheck. And I was like, what? My eyes got big. And the fact that it looked, for one, it looked really cool. The art of it looked so cool. I just grooming. was like, yeah, the art, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. The art of grooming looked so cool to me. And I just love how when they finished it, the dog, it just looks like a whole new dog. And then on top of that, watching, looking at the paycheck, I was just like, whoa, I literally stumbled on my niche. I don't know if anybody else has stumbled on this before. I didn't even think, think that was a thing. But I stumbled on my niche, and once I went to school, and I felt like everything in the, it, the devil did everything in his power to try to stop me from just succeeding in this. And once I graduated, I just fell in love with the art, and you know that's something that you could you would take with you for the rest of your life. You can't get rid of it. So um, I'm I'm just happy that things happen the way they're supposed to. So yeah, I'm a pet groomer. I've been a pet groomer for about six years now. No five years because we got I started working there like a year before we got married so like about five years I've been working there five or six something like that and what about you I know you mentioned earlier that you told me you were a cable technician yeah sanity service technician uh my journey to get to here was you know restaurant after restaurant bartender spot after bartender spot so I just sat back and said um I want something different you know everything in life that I've worked hard for I've Thank God I could say I've accomplished, you know, making it to a server. That was like the stepping stepping uh, stone for me. Making it to a bartender, that actually took a little bit more time, more uh, perfection in my craft or whatever at that time. But then once I made it to a bartender, it was like, I need to, I need to do something else. I need to do more. So then I just started firing off applications just everywhere. I mean, after bartending, they took me to uh, customer service. You know what I mean, uh, like tier one customer service, help desk, IT type stuff. And then from there, it was like after doing that for a little bit of while, 
He's like, yeah, mm, I want to see what that whole technician life is about. Ergo, where I'm at today. I mean, I could say it's cool. The whole thing with our, for me, though, we have these metrics. Sometimes it can be tough, to say the least, to make sure that three people don't have issues in a month and et cetera, et cetera. It's a lot of issues and jargon that I won't go into. But, um, yeah, I do like my job. I get to drive from customer site to customer site, hour lunch break, take the work vehicle home. You know, can't beat that. My own car, save a lot of mileage, save a lot of gas, mm-hmm. save a lot of wear and tear. So, what can I say? Uh, we are blessed. You know what I mean? But, like I said, everything in life worth having, you do have to work hard for it. Yeah, and not to mention, you apply for that job three times. Let me oh, tell yeah. you how, when you <laughs> when you want something, you get it. He applied three times. He was qualified, but maybe it was like somebody else that they picked first or something. But he finally got it, and he, he didn't give up. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That's yeah. That, Got that's awesome. tackled a month five times in a row. Hey. What they give you? <laughs> um, and so nearing the end of our um, episode, um, we both want to list three things really quick on um, what keeps our what kept our relationship is still keeping our relationship solid. Um, for me, it's communication. Um, as you can tell from us being able to record together and be in a relationship podcast that, you know, we, we do it half decent <laughs> and, um, we, we've learned over time to communicate. Well, I think it's important to consider each other's feelings. It's not easy and it's not perfect, but, um, that's something that is really necessary, you know, in a relationship, it should be completely authentic. You should be completely vulnerable with each other when it comes to that um, communication. A sense of security for me, I think is important because you want to be secure in your relationship. And as we explained earlier, shoot, before we even started dating, I already started feeling so comfortable. My walls were down and um, I felt secure. I felt comfortable. I still feel secure, comfortable, safe. I know he would never intentionally hurt me period, or he would never intentionally put us in in a bad situation. And teamwork um, is good because everything should be 50-50. It doesn't matter if he can't work right now and I'm working, but he's taking care of the household or vice versa. If we're taking care of the cats, um, we have cats, by the way. And Um, turtles. And turtles. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to have a routine and we both should be splitting everything. It doesn't matter what the, what, what it might look like to other people. If you have a system, as long as both of y'all are putting in y'all part, that's important to me. Indeed. I mean, I will say our trust because before this whole quarantine situation happened, I was to give her 1,000 kudos. Like, I would say, hey, you want to be in the house tonight? Uh, me and my homeboys, we're going to go to the bar. We're going to go hit the little spot real quick. And it's like, you're going to be home by 2 a.m. instead of 3 a.m. Like, yeah. You know, of course, sometimes <laughs> things that happen after leaving a bar, go to the house or something, play Madden or something, the night gets extended. Anyway, I just say that to say I didn't catch a whole bunch of slack. I didn't catch a whole none of that. So I'm appreciative of that. Like, that trust, yeah. just like I trust her to go out with her friends. Like, she says, yeah, Janice wants to go do this tonight. I'm like, hey, have fun. Just let me know that you're safe. Send me a text and you're on the way, etc. That's all. That's it. Uh, quality time. We do spend a lot of quality time together. Like the time we spend together is amazing. 
Yeah. I couldn't train it for the world. Like oh, we can so go sweet. out together. Yeah. Now I mean we can go out apart. We can stay home together. Like there's zero issues going on here. Yeah. Like and like I said, this is eight years strong now. It is, eight yeah. years and like, a month. So yeah, it's that's that's a lot to say. It it's, it speaks for itself. If yeah. I, if I do say so. And uh our individuality. Like we are like super individuals, like super in our own way, of course, we're like thirty year old adults, so <laughs> <laughs> we have our own nothing. thing, but um, yeah, we have our complete own style, but somehow we just gel and meld together so perfectly. Like mm-hmm. we like some different TV shows, different clothes, mm-hmm. different. He likes video games. I'm like, eh. She like reality shows, so like, and he's like, eh. Exactly, <laughs> but somehow, somewhere it works. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, those are things that, I mean, there's a lot more to go into it, but those are just three things that we wanted to share with you. Um, and you know, for our future, I, I personally look forward to, um, having kids. Multiple. Yes. Multiple. I look forward to buying our dream home. In Delaware, near the beach. In Delaware, near the beach. Yeah. I, I get, took me some time, but I got, I got acclimated with it and I'm actually happy for it. And we just see ourselves growing this um, podcast you know, maybe taking it as far as doing books, you know, don't know. We, we see, uh, you know, uh, help helping people. Well, at least I would say I see helping people in the future. And because we're a team, he sees it too, even though if he, he doesn't realize it, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. And, um, thank you so much for listening. We've had fun and, um, I hope that you enjoyed our story and, you know, get something out of it. And I hope you come back. Um, yeah, hit that like button, subscribe, <laughs> cop the merch. <laughs> He's funny. We ain't there yet, but we will. Yes, but you will do that. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and thank y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Well, honey. Mwah.